The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Welcome to today's program. I hope you are doing well. Our special guest today is John Hayjack. And John is not only a personal friend of mine, but he has helped me over the years to dial in my numbers, specifically understanding my break-even rate so I can make sure that each day I earn enough money to cover all the overhead and I get into that profit zone. And so knowing your numbers is a popular term that we've talked quite a bit on this podcast and many others in the industry are picking up on this ever important trend of us as business owners really understanding what we need to do to build long-term wealth and how to grow a healthy business. And so John and I created the Shortcut to Financial Freedom. It's called the Know Your Numbers program. It is what we wish we had when we started our businesses. And today we're going to play for you on the podcast a module from that program. And so without further ado, Enjoy this conversation I had with John Pajak, a part of the Know Your Numbers e-training program. All right, Paul, we're going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. It's probably one of my favorite topics to talk about. And I know we both get a lot of questions in our coaching businesses of how do you know what your numbers are? What are your numbers? How do you know your numbers? I hear that all over the place. People who say, you got to know your numbers. Well, very simply... It's just you have to know what it costs you to do your operations. You have to know. What does it take to offer this service? What does it cost you? And not only that, a lot of guys make the mistake of going, well, it costs me this much, so that's what I'm charging, and that is wrong. You have to also build in profits to that. So we are going to take a little bit of time and talk about what it actually takes to know your numbers for your service offerings. Let's just start out with, okay, let's talk about direct labor. Give me a scenario of what service do you want to talk about? And do you want to keep with the mowing? Yeah, we'll keep with basic lawn mowing where you're going to mow, edge around the garden bed, the driveway, and maybe a little light trim of the bushes Mm -hmm. by the front door and then blow the debris as you clean the driveway. Okay. Okay. So how many employees would you send out on that crew? We'll say two-man crew, two okay. employees. So, And then how many hours on average do they work? During the day or at a property? Let's just look at a step back and go, per week, how many hours? Are we talking uh, two? We'll, f- gi- we'll give them a 40-hour week per guy, so 80 hours okay. to two. What we needed to identify is, first, we're going to work them 40 hours a week. Here's another question. A lot of guys, or here's another aspect that you have to look at that a lot of guys miss. 
You're here in Georgia. It's beautiful. I'm walking around and thinking how wonderfully warm it is out here. And, and Paul thinks it's pretty chilly right now. For me, our services only go from, say, April into November at the most. Usually we wrap up around Halloween. So our service window is much shorter than in Georgia, where just yesterday, Paul and I saw a guy out there, you know, he was blowing stuff around, cleaning things up. So depending on where you're at, you may have year-round services for mowing, or you may have, I know that there's a slow time, but you have to look at it out of a 12-month calendar. How much time is going to be appropriated? Okay. Florida's a little different than Minnesota. Exactly. Just, just a touch. So we're going to look at like the direct labor. We discussed this before when we were talking about the workman's comp and talking about the taxes and things for payroll. When you look at that, you have to understand if you're paying somebody $15 an hour, look at what they really cost you when you're putting your numbers together for your direct labor. So instead of using the $15 an hour, you want to incorporate that labor burden into that cost. Just for example, and this is off, but say a $15 guy costs you $20. We're just going to round it to 20 for simplicity. Okay. So just in that aspect, you have to know that we're going to be doing $20 an hour for 40 hours a week for each person on that crew. So it would be an 80 hour crew. It'd be 80 hours at $20 an hour. Now, direct labor is kind of different because they're only working during that, that seasonal time. You don't have to worry about, you could either find different jobs for them or lay them off or whatever it might be during the winter. Like in my, my period, I have to either find them new work or they understood that they're going to get laid off. But when we're talking about knowing your numbers for specific jobs, now we got to look into what's the equipment costs Okay. How much equipment are we putting on that job? So let's just take the example for mowing. We have the vehicle. We have the trailer. We have costs associated with purchasing every piece of equipment. Let's just take the truck, for example. You might take $50,000 truck that you just picked up and you're going to figure the life of the, of the piece of equipment. So we're not going to take in that $50,000 and, and doing it over one season. We're not going to try to recover it there. We might try to recover it over five years. You would take that $50,000 divided over five years of depreciation. Plus, you can also look at what the resale value of it and take that off. So if you could sell it for $30,000, starts whittling away at that. And then you could really take a look at what that piece of for the replacement cost of it. That's what you should be charging for it. Another example, too, is then you have to look at what it costs to maintain that piece of equipment. So we're talking fuel consumption. We're talking tires, oil changes, transmission services, air filters. The list goes on and on. How much does that cost you? How many service intervals are we going to have during that season? For me, like if we have to charge or excuse me, if we have to do two oil changes per season for that truck, I don't have 12 months to extrapolate that out. Our season's roughly eight months. So I have to sit there and go, all right, well, instead of it being divided by the 12 of 12 months, I would have to take that number and divide it by the eight months that we work in. You start seeing where if something costs you $120 and you were divided by 12, obviously it's only going to cost you $10 a month. 
but if you do the same number, it's going to be more. What you could do with all of your equipment is really evaluate that. You look at your, like even your mowers, you may pay $10,000, $12,000, $15,000 for a mower. Some people that take out loans and things, they're looking at, okay, what's the payment? If you own the equipment, you got to start looking at what's the replacement for that. It works in the exact same way. So really what you have to do is take every piece of equipment that's going to be used for that job. And you would build a pricing list for internal use so that you could basically add up every little thing. So let's just keep it simple and say, you've got a truck, you've got a trailer, you have two mowers on it, two trimmers, two edgers, and two blowers. Basically, that would be a pretty standard loadout. If it's a two-man crew, a lot of times both guys aren't always mowing. And if one guy's just trimming, you could use that other trimmer as a backup. We're talking mean and lean here. A lot of guys, that they have a two-man crew, they'll have three trimmers, three blowers, and three edgers just to make sure if they have breakdowns, they, they don't lose efficiency. What we're doing is we're building that list. So you have your equipment replacement costs. You have your hourly equipment rate for its operational cost. You have your fuel, which would be a direct cost. A lot of times, looking at your history, you could go back and see how much fuel you spent in a calendar year. And what's important is not just the dollar amount, it's the actual gallons. Because to keep this evergreen, mm -hmm. I could say gas is $1.89, or I could say on average it was $2.89, or like today, it's four fifty. It could be any of these prices. Going year to year, if you just look at the total amount spent on fuel, it's not going to give you a very accurate idea of like how much fuel is being spent for the hours that this equipment is running. So make sure that not only do you record how much money you're spending on fuel, make sure you're recording like how many gallons of fuel are being spent on these, each piece of equipment, like what we do, we separate things into fuel for the vehicles, which is on-road fuel. And then we have off-road fuel that we use, which contributes to anything that is like the mowers, our fertilization equipment. We have ride-on equipment for that fuel cost when we have to make mixed fuel for two cycle. We record not only the price that we paid, but we also have the receipts and everything that have the actual quantity that we're doing. That way, no matter what the price is in the future, you could say we used a thousand gallons of fuel last year. It doesn't matter. You just take the, that the, price the, yeah. times that thousand. You could start forecasting and know what your, your costs are going to be. Other things too to take in are your fixed expenses, your overhead, as everybody calls it. The Green Industry Podcast Studios here. It ain't cheap. This costs money every single day. So you can make money year round, right? Let's just pretend this is the Turf Tamer headquarters for just a moment. This is very nice. Too nice for Turf Tamer. <laughs> we, need, we need garages, but whatever the rent is here, instead of being a, able to say, well, yeah, we need to make this per month, we need to find that point of recovering that cost within the eight months that we operate versus a full year. Even though every month we're paying the same amount it's like, okay, it's... You yeah. have four storage units currently, yeah, correct? exactly. So they still want their payment in November, December, right. January, February. Exactly. So you have to make sure your customer's paying for that right. eight months. Exactly. All the, like any garage space, anything that you rent out or that you own, 
the bank's not going to say, well, you only work eight months out it's of the year. It's cold out there. It's you cold. Just what pay are you us doing? when yeah. it warms up. Yeah, but no. They're, they're, Your insurance, I will just. Right. So it's important that you recuperate all the monies for these services. If you have like, a, say, rental units, office space, anything that you can't shut the bill off during downtime, it needs to be recovered. So you have to take those things into consideration. And instead of it being the $100 a month or whatever it may be, it needs to be 120 or, or whatever you figure it out. You have to know these costs. Go through it and really realize, like, especially if you have a list from top to bottom, it's going to allow you to see exactly really what it costs you. So with like overhead expenses, that can include the rents, your mortgage, your utilities, your phone devices, the phone plan itself your internet, just really, there's, there's a whole laundry list of things that you could list. You could see how much it's costing you. And really, when you start building this, you're going to start realizing, man, maybe there's some things we could do without. They're not necessary for the trim business. The fat. You trim the fat. So when you start to put all these things together again, you're starting to generate a price, you know, which then you could take and divide it by the hours that you're working. So if we come up with a grandiose number of like what it actually costs for 40 hour work week for the business, it will help you determine what your hourly recovery rate is. And I say it that way because that's like the break even point, because we're not factoring in any profits at this point. So really, you're listing everything that you have. And I should mention, too, with the, the chemical world within, you know, applications, we might have a budget to purchase all of our products for our services, but those would end up becoming direct costs. You're not going to buy $10,000 worth of material and then divide it amongst all of your clients when you do the job. You're going to take that amount and that would become a direct cost for that job. There's multiple levels that you have to operate at. You have to find your base cost just to keep the doors open for the business and then you have to also look at the direct expenses and direct costs for each one of the services that you provide. Because lawn mowing and fertilization weed control are two completely different things that need to be looked at in their own light. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Hey guys, Paul here, and I want to tell you about an exciting event happening here in Atlanta called Synced Live. The dates for the event are February 6th through 7th, 2023. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. It's going to start on Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. and then be all day Tuesday. I'm going to be there. Really looking forward to this expo. It's going to have 70 plus innovative products and services. There's going to be a drink reception on that Monday night, February 6th. And then on Tuesday, February 7th, guys, at Synced Live, there's going to be demonstrations 
educational sessions, and plenty of industry inspiration. Now, you can get your all-access pass to Expo and all the education sessions for only $99. This is the only event shaping the future by connecting all aspects of the landscape industry into one event. And it's in my city, Atlanta, Georgia, right across the street from our baseball stadium where the Braves play. So we want the next generation of landscape owners and decision makers to be there. I'm going to be there. Hopefully you will be as well. To register, all you got to do is click on the link in today's show notes. We hope to see you in Atlanta this February. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. So then we also have marketing budgets and things that you have to consider. Marketing budgets, it's not necessarily like with us, the way we're set up, we take a little bit of money out of each service that we know that we're going to be spending. So actually, we don't spend money on marketing. All of our customers pay for our marketing expenses. It's just a very minute amount spread across a huge base. That way, when we do mark things up for profit, it's not exactly a marketing budget. It, there's a budget made for marketing, not just we're taking all the profits and putting it back in the business and hoping for the best. We're planning for the marketing. And I know I've discussed this with you before, Paul, like it's surprising at how Shocking. many, it's, it's, it's crazy it's how, scary. Many, how many business owners don't have any kind of marketing plan. Because if you don't have marketing that could attract and, and drive sales, Sales is what's going to build your business and keep your business going. I look at it and I, I mean, guys will tell me, oh yeah, we spend this much. I, I'll classify marketing and, and say like, oh, you know, uniforms and like truck logos and things like websites. that. Websites. Websites. Well, they'll only do the, the truck logo. They'll have a magnet on their truck and then they got uniforms and they spend $500 a year for all these things. And it's like, you don't even have a website or even if you do have a website, you're Raggedy. A raggedy one that's, it looks like it's from 1995. It was made on Vista printer. Vista. Third grade classroom, they made it. Yeah, exactly. So it's important to allocate money for all these things. That way, when you determine your true cost, you could then confidently mark those services up so that you're profitable and you're not coming back to your client and saying, yeah, I know we gave you a price for this, but we were way off. We need more money. We were broke. We need to get more money. And from that you. was my story before I went to you to help me. This was way before I ever started the Green Street Podcast or anything like that. I didn't know my numbers. And when you started really looking at everything you just mentioned, from my truck to my storage unit to the trailer to all the equipment and the repairs for the equipment and the future purchases, of other equipment and the marketing and everything, and you gave me my hourly recovery rate, my break even. I literally remember where I was standing in the room when you were like, okay, it's going to be this. My heart about sank because I that wasn't with the profit. That was the break even. That was the break even. And I knew that that wasn't... <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I was getting consistently. It was the most eye-opening thing. And that's why I'm so passionate now, John, about when you start your business, get your mm-hmm. business checking and all your income coming into your business, do that. All your outgo from your business coming out of that. So you can look at the past year and have the most truest, accurate mm-hmm. numbers of this. So you can face the reality of what is that number to just break even, let alone the profit. And so... That was me. And I wish we would have done this at day one. So I would have went to my customers and charged the right price right out of the gate. Yeah. And most people don't. They're way undercharged. But you've done your budget break even in the bottom lines. It's pretty much consistently that when you present your 20 page report of all these, this breakdown, that what the owner's charging is much lower than what it should be, correct? Most of the people that come to me, yes. There have been a few instances where people were charging more, but they didn't know why they were charging more. They were going off of somebody else's numbers. Copying it. They're copying and pasting, and they they just miraculously (laughs) scored. They won on it. Know what your numbers are so that you know what your costs are, because it, it also helps you know where you're at now. And it could help predict what your future plans are. So a lot of guys, they don't have administrative people in the office and, and sales and marketing people. As you're growing and you start to realize, like, these are what our actual costs are, you could then predict, okay, when we add somebody to take care of the phones or salespeople that may work off commission, we know what our numbers are. And we could confidently say, okay, we have X amount of accounts. We know what our sales goal is because we know the cost. We're going to make this happen and they're going to achieve their goals. When you don't know your numbers and you're just listing about, most of the time you're going to just kind of glide by and you're just going to be doing the break even point. I, most of the guys that I deal with, they think they're profitable, but what happens is they're really not putting money to the side to replace their equipment. Or they don't have a marketing budget to grow. Quite a few times they'll say, I want to add two trucks and I want to add four more employees. If they don't have these goals in place, then they're never going to get there. You have to know what it costs you. Once you figure out like what a two-man mowing crew would be, you could just repeat and rinse and repeat. You could go ahead and say, okay, we'll get the same kind of truck. I'm a huge fan of having a fleet. So if, if you have Chevy, Dodge, Ford, it doesn't matter what it is. Try to get that same truck because in the same year model, because then like oil changes are going to be cheaper because you could you could stock up on oil filters of the same kind, air filters of the same kind. Whether you take them in to get done or you do it at your shop, if you have trucks that have the same components, then it reduces your cost. And that's how you grow and still have very appealing prices for your clientele because you're finding all these minute details that will save money so that your production costs stay lower and you could offer better services and better pricing for your client. With our mowing division, we had Skaggs and we had the 52-inch and the 36-inch mowers because they both use the same mower blade. And a lot of the oil filters, we would try to get the same engines. They would use the same hydraulic filters and the same air filter units, everything. You have all these commonality upon these parts so you could buy them in bulk and save money. When you start looking at these things and you have it laid out in front of you, instead of it being a big question mark and this mystery and this knot in your gut, you see the monster. 
It's like the scary movies. The monster's really scary when it's in the dark. It comes out in daylight. This Joker? I was afraid of this Joker. It's like, you, I'm afraid of the clown? Why am I afraid of the clown? Like, he was really terrifying in the dark, but like, there's all these lights on it now and it's not as scary. So once you bring all those numbers to light, it's not a mystery anymore. You could calculatively and coolly deal with it as you need to. And then you could confidently set your pricing so that you're profitable and it's predictable. What are good ranges for profits and markup? Here's something that is a confusing factor for some guys where they, they say, well, I'm going to mark up my prices to this. When I look at businesses, I ask them, what margin are you operating at? And the difference is that you could say, I mark everything up 100%. If you say that to me, then I tell them, I'm like, well, if that's true, then you're operating at a 50% margin. Because the, the math is different. It's a different equation, okay? You could look, go ahead and look it up. There's, there's a whole, it's, it's real simple math, but at the same time, it means the difference between it. Because I tell people, like, we try to achieve a 35% margin across the board. That's, like, where our sweet spot is. To where we could still sell our services in our area and make the profits that we want. Some guys misinterpret that as they're going to mark it up 35%, which then translates into a much lower markup, your margin that you're operating at. Because if they mark something up 35%, it doesn't translate <laughs> the same way. So understand that if you tell somebody that you're operating at a 10% margin, there's like no room for error. You can't have unexpected breakdowns. If you break a window and you need to pay for the just the insurance premium, just for the deductible, it's not going to wipe you out. But all it does is mean that you your business is not profitable. Every little mistake, if the guys take extra time on jobs, you're not being profitable at that point. You're more you're closer to just hovering at that break even point. Or unfortunately, a lot of companies are operating under that break even point. And they're not able to grow. They're, they're stagnant. And most of them, they're slowly going out of business and they just don't realize it. Anything you want to add? What about paying the owner? Oh, right. Another common thing that a lot of guys in the green industry do not do, they're not paying themselves. They'll say, oh, I'll work off the profit, which in my opinion is wrong. You shouldn't do that. No matter what, when you're starting out, you should definitely be paying yourself as a laborer at least. Okay. And the benefit in the whole point of business, you could pay yourself as a laborer, but you get to enjoy the profits. The profits are what you, you planted the seeds. Now to sow this, you're supposed to have those profits for you. It's not. And eventually you're going to replace yourself as the laborer. Someone else is going to do it. And you, you're already used to paying them. Exactly. And nine times out of 10, that's what I end up having to do with a lot of the guys that go through budgets, break evens and bottom lines workshops. We have to set them up so that they're paying themselves. There's too many guys out there that are just, well, I have extra money and that's what I'm paying myself. We have bills too. We have our commitments. We have our homes. We have cars. We have all the things in our personal life that need to be paid for. And you got to figure out what you're going to pay yourself. A lot of times, if you're still working as a laborer, I say, well, what would a crew lead? What would you pay a crew lead? What is the commanding salary for a crew lead in your area for what you do? And I would pay myself at least that. Well, I hope this information that John was sharing today 
has been helpful to you. And if you're looking to grow a more healthy business, you want to stop losing sleep over all the financial details of the business, well, check out our Know Your Numbers e-training program. John and I, we cover A to Z, really what you need to know to build a successful business. You don't want to be chasing those unpaid invoices and you know, burning cash and just not feeling like you're in control of the finances of the business. Uh, Payjack really understands how to have a rock solid financial foundation to a lawn care business. And so you can visit the resource center at greenindustrypodcast.com to uh, learn more about the Know Your Numbers e-training program. Well, also, I wanted to let you know here we have several events coming up in the industry that are happening. I'm planning on attending four events here in the next several weeks. One event in Columbus, Ohio, one here in the ATL, Atlanta, Georgia, one over in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and one on the interworld or inter world wide web. Thanks, Mr. Producer. I tried to say something fancy. I should have just said the internet, but that's, that's like the Cleveland Browns play calling, right? They try to get too cute. No, just hand the ball off to Nick Chubb. Well, football season's over, but I, I, I'm still, uh, I need healing. <laughs> I do. How do you miss a 50 yard field goal, Mr. Producer? How? Oh, the Buckeyes lost a heartbreaker to Georgia. And now I got to hear about it for who knows how long Mr. Producer is going to rub this one in. 38 24. I know it was 38 24 going in the fourth quarter, Mr. Producer. I understand. I'm not, no. <laughs> Oh, let me refocus here. I, he, no, I'm not going to give you the what ifs. I could give you the what ifs, but I want to share with my friends about these events coming up. So January 28th in lo and behold, in Columbus, Ohio, it's the podcast summit and it's a Saturday. It'll be at the almonds shop free 99 event, completely free. Thanks to our friends at Kohler for sponsoring it. Naylor for hosting it. And no, you don't have to be a podcaster to attend, although there'll be about eight to 10 different uh, industry podcast there, filming content, recording content, and you're more than welcome to kind of get in where you fit in, hop on some podcasts, be, you know, be interviewed, share the story of your business, and just mingle and hang out, and and there'll be food there, and just a whole bunch of small business owners hanging out, talking shop, and you know, if you want to hop on a podcast or two, or just kind of watch people being interviewed, we're just we're just going to create content all day because we like to do this at events, but. Normally we do it like after the event's over, but Naylor and I thought, you know, it'd be cool if podcasting was the whole point of the event and big shout outs to Naylor for pioneering and kickstarting the podcast summit last year. And then moving forward with it again this year, I'm petitioning for it to come to Atlanta, Georgia next year. So we'll see. But uh, nevertheless, that's January 28th, 2023 in Carroll, Ohio at Caleb Allman's shop. It's kind of going to be like a grand opening as well for the public to come out and see that magnificent facility that Brittany and Caleb built in Amish country. Well, I don't think it's Amish country, but it's beautiful Fairfield County, Ohio. Then uh, shortly after that, February 6th and 7th, we will be convening here in the ATL in Atlanta, Georgia for Synced Live. There'll be a plethora of educational trainings to teach us how to build better teams in our business, how to take uh, advantage of the technologies that are uh, available to us. And uh, those are going to be happening all day as well as it's a trade show. So there'll be booths there for us to check out the latest and greatest equipment. And of course, the community aspect. I know Jeremiah Jennings is, is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Uh, my boy TJ Buchanan emailed me. He's coming up. 
and uh, just going to be fun to get to hang out with folks at the Cobb Galleria here in Atlanta, Georgia. If you're looking to get a hotel, uh, they do have a room block at the uh, Hyatt House. It's about a mile from the Cobb Galleria, so <clears throat> call the Hyatt House. Tell them you're going to be at Sync Live, and I think you can get a discount there. I've been back and forth. I've been thinking about staying at the Hyatt House, and then I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just going to have to drive back to my home and get a good night's sleep and then just leave early to you guys will, well, Atlanta traffic, something else. But if you stay at the Hyatt house, you won't have to worry about it. Cause you're, you know, right there mile away from the Cobb Galleria. The dates on that one are February 6th and 7th, February 6th. It's kind of like a little opening and a dinner reception. And then um, the, the main day where it's going to be a whole day, full day is the Tuesday, February 7th portion that sync live registration for the event is in today's show notes. Then shortly after that, the fun continues in Mississippi, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. I learned that in elementary school, Mississippi. Uh, February 19th through 22, 2023, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Registration in today's show notes as well. Kohler putting on this event. I think Mike Gandy's going to be there. Uh, Spencer Longcare, Naylor, and myself, many others. Going to be a lot of fun in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Kohler, ain't no one put on a party like Kohler, man. They, they go all out. Kohler, um, yes, they make bathroom supplies like toilets and, and, and things of that nature, but they also make their engines um, in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So it's pretty cool. Last time um, I got to go and tour, and, and you, if you do the three-day um, registration, you'll get to go to the engine service day, and I'm sure get to see all the engines and where they're made and everything. It's a really cool facility, state-of-the-art to say the least. I'm beyond impressed with how they build all those engines there in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And then the fourth event I plan to attend, and I'm, my, my voice is waning on me here, so we'll we'll wrap it up here. Uh, it's the Jobber Summit, and this is a, another free 99 event, and it's a virtual event. So maybe Columbus, Ohio, Atlanta, Georgia, Hattiesburg, Mississippi is uh, difficult for you because you live in New Zealand or Australia or Europe or who knows. But I understand we have a big audience internationally and you know, when you hear us talk about all these events, you're like, ah, it's just, it's so much of a sacrifice to, to go. And if I'm going to come all the way across the world to go to them, I'm going to go to a quip expo. I completely understand. The cool thing about the jobber event is it's online. So there'll be events in the morning. Uh, there'll be events in the evening sessions. I should say not event sessions. And, uh, I'm going to be interviewing Luke Hansen from company cam. So I'm really looking forward to chatting with Luke. He is, you know, the leader of company cam, I think they have well over a hundred employees. And so I want to pick his brain about um, several topics, especially I want to talk to him about repeat business. So that's going to be a fun session. Very humbled that the jobber would include me as a speaker. So if you want to join that event to get registered, the link for all of these events are in the show notes. Again, jobber event is free. Podcast summits free. The Sync Live in Atlanta is $99. However, that's all inclusive. You for not not for the hotel, but for the trainings. So at Equip Expo, you got to pay extra for a lot of the educational sessions. Not at Sync Live. It's all included in your uh, $99 ticket, which is really cool. And then the Kohler event, I'm not sure the pricing on that one, but uh, I think they do include the hotel actually for the Kohler event. So uh, but anyway, all the all the fine print details 
it's all Mr. Producer puts the hyperlinks in the show notes. So just click on the links and then you can find out more about these events. So I would give you my whole spiel about the importance of plugging in the community and all that. But as you can hear, my voice is waning. I've been um, healing up from something that really wiped me out for a few days and I'm not quite back to 100%. So I'm going to go get some rest and get some water and uh, hopefully catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell be more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner. And never chase those unpaid invoices again. We'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process. So we will cover all of this and so much more as John Pajak and I are the teachers in this e-training program. It's called Know Your Numbers. It's available at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.